0: Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of current and classic horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews and discussions may include spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy wonder and vision Oh, we have fine paths. this is our home now i want us to fit in oh this is gonna be a gas where did you two move from how long have you been married and why don't you have children yet our story i think what my wife means to say is that we've moved from moved from where married when damn it why oh arthur stop it stop it stop it stop it, stop it. Really happened. Five days of old lighting the spark of love that fills me with the rain of love. Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. <laughs> it's Hey guys, before I kick off this review, I just want to give an extra warning that I'm going to mention a major spoiler for Avengers Infinity War. So fair warning. At this point, I'm pretty burnt out on superhero films and series. Whether or not you're a fan of Marvel or DC superhero projects, the reality is there's been a staggering abundance of spandex entertainment coming from both camps over the last 10 years. This overabundance of super content is part of why I think series such as Prime Video's The Boys is as popular as it is. A fresh take on the superhero genre that while operating within the parameters of this corner of pop culture, the reality is is that it does what most super series have never, or could never, do. It pushes expectations in new directions, and for a change, it feels exciting. Something I wouldn't necessarily attribute to most superhero series as of late. And this is where the psychological horror of Disney Plus's latest series, WandaVision, swoops in and challenges audience expectations by delivering a smart, scary, charming, and wildly original take on the superhero narrative. The first two episodes of the series are currently available with a single episode weekly release schedule for the next seven weeks. WandaVision takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame, picking back up with Wanda Maximoff, aka Scarlet Witch, who's played by Elizabeth Olsen, and robot husband Vision, played by Paul Bettany. But hold on, didn't Vision die at the end of Avengers Infinity War, leaving Wanda grief-stricken? From the opening moments of WandaVision, it's blatantly clear that things are not what they seem. Whether it's Vision seemingly returning from the dead, or the fact that the show's presentation is that of a 50s sitcom, something is clearly amiss. The pilot episode, which is shot in black and white and presented in a reduced aspect ratio, opens with newlywed Wanda and Vision arriving to a picturesque suburban neighborhood where they're beginning a new life together. Interestingly enough, this pilot was filmed in front of a live studio audience, which further facilitates the sitcom feel that permeates throughout the entire first episode. Wanda and Vision are both fully aware of their powers and know that they must conceal them from their neighbors, but seem to have no recollection of their collective pasts. Rather, their day-to-day life is contending with the trappings of suburban domestication, which follows a sitcom-like narrative, such as the couple both trying to remember what's special about this particular day that's marked on their calendar. We then see Vision head off to work, where he learns that they're hosting his stringent boss and wife for dinner, while Wanda is convinced that they're celebrating their anniversary. High ensue as their crossed wires results in embarrassing slip-ups such as Wanda decorating and dressing far more intimately than a dinner party for a boss would ever entail. From the opening moments, the show is bristling with charm and an authentic sense of 50s humor and sensibilities between the lovebird's snappy dialogue and the purposefully cheesy punchlines, such as visions forgetting to put on his human face before leaving the house, or defensively insisting he isn't a machine when a co-worker mentions how he works like a robot. This comedic tone is present in both episodes of the series so far going so far as to sell its immersive sitcom nature by including a periodic, specific commercial break. One such ad displays a new revolutionary toaster from Stark Industries, or a watch that has the HYDRA logo on it. Though for as cutesy and humor-focused as the dialogue and structure of the series is, there is also the unnerving sense of psychological dread that permeates throughout the entirety of WandaVision. We know that something is amiss in this seemingly picture-perfect life of theirs. We see brief cracks at the foundation of the illusion of their world, but as to who is doing what to whom remains a mystery. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform, or leave us a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of today's horrifying episode. It's the ways in which the atmosphere and dread are crafted around those two super beings that makes the smokescreen of their reality quite haunting especially when we see just how confused and frightened they become at times. Despite their being super beings, they feel fear just as we average humans do. WandaVision's marketing hasn't been exactly shy about the narrative having a behind-the-curtain Truman Show twist, but the way in which it's presented is far more eerie than you might expect from a superhero series. The way in which the show slowly begins to make the viewer aware of the outer workings of the show's world is paced well enough, only providing one or two direct moments to hint at a larger plot being afoot. During their dinner conversation with Vision's boss, Wanda and Vision realize that they can't answer his simple questions regarding when or where they were married, indicating some sort of potential amnesia or alternate reality occurring. There's also the moment that Vision's boss begins choking, to which his wife acts as if nothing has happened, and Vision doesn't act until Wanda tells him to. I interpret this that she either knows more than she's letting on, or that Wanda is somehow the catalyst of what is occurring. This intrigue is further explored in Episode 2, after Episode 1 ends with the aspect ratio shifting to widescreen and bleeding into full color, revealing that someone has been watching and taking notes on Wanda Vision's show. The second episode also follows a similar sitcom pattern in taking a perfectly unassuming sitcom narrative framework filling it with period-appropriate humor, but also with several dashes of intrigue into what is actually occurring within this world. Wanda and Vision set out to become more engaged within their community, and decide to prepare an adorable magician routine for their town talent show. The episode caps off with a hilarious segment of Vision drunkenly, not actually drunk, but having accidentally swallowed a piece of chewing gum apparently makes him behave as if he were, giving a magic show to the entire town. Though in his current state, he's displaying his powers plain as day, to which Wanda must fabricate excuses for how such things are possible to the speechless audience. It's hilarious and in line with the 50s comedic sensibilities, while still giving the audience brief glimpses of Wanda and Vision's Truman Show reality. Though much more evident is the growing strangeness in Wanda receiving a strange transmission through a radio. Someone is asking who is doing this to her, Though we don't know what this is referring to, it must surely relate to the state of their bizarre sitcom reality. Wanda also one day notices a toy helicopter in her bushes, which strikes her as odd given it's the only item we've seen thus far that has any color to it in this world. This reoccurs when a snotty neighbor cuts her hand, which begins leaking crimson blood. These small tidbits are intriguing and really draw the viewer into wanting to uncover the deeper mystery of it all. Though, these are breadcrumbs in the grand scheme of the narrative that it's indicating it's heading in. This second episode ends on a truly surreal note, as Wanda and Vision observe a beekeeper climbing out of a manhole cover, leaving Vision speechless. The viewer is then left speechless as Wanda seemingly rewinds time to the moment just prior to their discovering the beekeeper, resulting in Vision remaining oblivious to the event having occurred. For me, this is a clear indication that Wanda has some sort of control over their reality, but perhaps not as much as we might think she does, as Wanda seemingly picks and chooses when to use her influence over the world and Vision himself. Now I'm glad that Disney Plus decided to release the first two episodes of the series back to back to help further flesh out WandaVision's tone, but also showing some clear path for the format. And given that the episodes are only about 25 minutes long, it leaves me wanting more. After watching the first two episodes of WandaVision, I think it'd be a disservice to reduce the series to it being just another superhero project mostly given that it's unlike any other superhero series we've seen from Marvel, or DC for that matter. It's a bold approach to storytelling and crafting of its world is not only ambitious but delivered upon in a way that you almost forget about the larger MCU world, which, given how burnt out I am on that stuff, is exactly what I want. Given just how different and weird WandaVision is, this feels like a massive gamble on Marvel's part, as it's so far removed from what fans might expect, but for those like myself wanting new types of stories told within this universe, it delivers that exceedingly well with the first two episodes. I'm just hoping that the series doesn't shake its psychological horror elements anytime soon, and if possible, lean into them even harder. And that's going to do it for this episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'm planning on maybe doing a full-season wrap-up of WandaVision. It's not very likely that I'll be able to do a review of the show every week, but maybe I'll do a mid-season review or just a full-series review once the entire series is wrapped. But uh, that'll do it for Daily Horror Habit, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service, and follow the show on Instagram at Daily Horror Habit and on Twitter at DailyHorrorPod for episode updates. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.